ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hey, Center Point Church, thank you so much for tuning into your podcast. We are currently in our series, Building for Tomorrow. It is an exciting time for our church, and I hope that you enjoy this podcast. All right. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Today we have Ivan, we've got Britt, and we got Josh. And so All we right. will be talking through Celebration Sunday here. Uh, but before we get into that, I wanted to kick it off because it is Thanksgiving coming mm-hmm. up soon. And just some quick Thanksgiving trivia. Well, first, what is you guys' Thanksgiving dish? What is your favorite either dish to eat or cook? Do you guys have a favorite? I'm going to say stuffing. I love stuffing. It's mm. delicious. I could think we should eat it like all year round as like a side <laughs> dish. There you mm-hmm. go. That would be good. Love that. Okay. Um, my dish I bring every year is mac and cheese. So actually, we celebrated our Thanksgiving last night. So I can talk from like, okay. you know, from that. Fresh. And so Fresh this year, time. I changed up my mac and cheese recipe, and I was very annoyed yesterday when it came out a little grainy. <laughs> so mm. I was like, no. Mm. But I dumped a bunch of bacon in it, and it it helped it. So it was great. Everyone loved it. But Great equalizer. They might have yeah. just been nice to me. I don't know. Yeah, Seemed like time. the favorites yesterday was my wife's cake. She made this pumpkin pie cake that was so good. And pumpkin then, pie cake. Cake, yeah. So, so it's literally like you, you make cake batter. You have to be a batter. pie or a cake. There can't be both. No, it's no. both. It's okay. like, it, I don't know how, but she makes like this cake batter, and then she adds pumpkin puree. It's it's so good. Mm. It's so good. And then cornbread yesterday was so good. What's that? You didn't bring any? I should have. We have like a whole <laughs> half a cake in our fridge uh, right now. Okay. That's his. You're not getting any. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Double portion. Nice. Ivan, you got a favorite dish? Yeah, I like, I like uh, tofurkey. It's really good. Tofurkey. Oh. Is that tofu turkey? Yeah, it's compressed. Tofu is shaped like a turkey. No way. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to make a joke. I was yeah. like, I don't want to insult this guy, but please tell me that's not what your favorite Thanksgiving dish is. I was going to I can get you being a vegetarian if that was your thing, but tofurkey, like, I was about to give you the fakest, oh, that sounds so good. Ever or not, you're in the house of God, you're not going to do that. He'd be like, rebuke, rebuke. Yeah, right. All things are clean through him, so. There you go. Come on. All right, so do you guys know who the first president was to pardon a turkey? Whoa, 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 we'll get to that. You didn't tell us your favorite dish. Okay, well, mine is obviously pumpkin pie, but. Obviously, I like the confidence there. But yeah, uh, Josh and I cake. were talking about yeah a pumpkin pie cheesecake, which sounded. Oh, oh, yeah, I gotta yeah, get my wife cake. to make it again. It's that amazing. sounds crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that sounds so. Kayla, good. make the pumpkin pie cheesecake. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Listen to this, and that's your that's your sign. <laughs> I was almost a dummy and like turned around, like, oh, is she in here with us? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, all right. So first president to pardon a turkey. We're gonna get some you know Thanksgiving facts before we get into the sermon here. So which mean pardon a turkey? You know how the president Every pardons year. a turkey? Yeah, they what. The president pardons a turkey every Thanksgiving. From being killed to eat. Uh-huh. He, he picks one turkey every year and they... Theodore Roosevelt. No. Woodrow Wilson. No. Abraham Lincoln. No. <laughs> We're going George too far Washington. <laughs> it was actually John F. Kennedy. Oh, okay, so way more recent. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were a little off. Huh. Yeah. And then, um, did you know that the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade is actually not the first or the oldest Thanksgiving Day Parade. Do you know where the oldest Thanksgiving Day Parade is actually held? Right here Mel- on, in Melbourne, right? No. I'm just kidding. No. I do not. Uh, 
Philadelphia. So in Philadelphia, hosted by the Gimbel Brothers Department Store in 1920. So Macy's just stole their whole thing, too. It was like a department store, stole their shtick, and then now they're like, oh, that's what you think of. (laughs) For real, it went from Gimbel's to now Macy's, the most well-known one. That's that's rough. For me, it's like sound of of rain, white noise, and then the Macy's Day Parade is like a perfect, I'm going to fall asleep to that. (laughs) I was like, pull up to Furky and <laughs> you're out. Yeah, you know. And then, Josh, you already know this one, but who thought that the turkey should be the national bird? Do you know who what famous figure thought that the turkey should be our national bird, not the bald eagle? George Washington. <laughs> I love we've had two George Washington. Good try. Can we have a guess? Is it a politician? Benjamin Franklin. It's a founding father. There it's there a founding you go. There you go. You got it. Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. Benjamin yeah. Franklin was Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. Got it. He said the, What's the reasoning? Was his reasoning? Are turkeys actually smart? Oh, no. Big oh, eagles are can't fly. That's the point. That was it. That was like the whole thing. He said they weren't a dignified bird, right? Yep. He, said? he said that the turkey was more respectable bird. Yeah. Not the, I don't know. Maybe that's true. <laughs> I just feel like it's not. So does that mean like even fly? We would have yeah, eaten proper. bald eagle on Thanksgiving if that was a thing. Yeah. You can't eat our national bird. Yeah. Yeah. Scavengers. Yeah. I don't want PETA coming after me, but. Can we get like a little turkey eagle showdown and see what's really up? Like, Listen, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin did some good things, but that was not his best. Not his best. Five on the eagle. It's probably right after he got struck by lightning that he was like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's do the turkey. <laughs> that's so there good. you go. Good. So um, I think that's good on the Thanksgiving. I'm excited for some Thanksgiving meal coming up here. Um, I'm excited but, for your edit. My edit. <laughs> this is unedited. Scrap oh, yeah. the whole front. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. We don't edit. This, so. Hallelujah. Um, but getting into the, the sermon today, we had uh, Miss Edna get up there Beautiful. and give a, a, a powerful message there, and oh, she man. she she brought the fire, right. and so I um, just am very excited to see. I mean, she gave kind of her whole timeline, her whole you know coming to the church, and it, you know it's it's something that is very cool to like hear that background story of somebody that has been with the church for, for that long. And then kind of going into, you know, where we're seeing the future of the Mm. church. And, you know, we got into, this is celebration Sunday. Uh, we got the pledges in, we were able to, uh, raise, uh, those pledges to be over $2 million, which is so cool. Crazy. Um, which like pastor Tom said, is just the beginning. Like that that number will multiply. It's just Mm -hmm. so incredible that that's the, the first week that we've been, you know, collecting and doing this just got us so good. Yeah. So is there anything that stood out to you today? I mean, we've been going through this the last six weeks and kind of going into that, you know, is there anything that you've ha- had any experiences as far as going through this, um, just this campaign or this building for tomorrow, anything stand out to you guys that you want to share? Uh, I mean, just from a, the perspective of me, myself being at this church for so long as well and hearing Ms. Edna give her kind of why um, this church it, it has touched, God has used this church to touch so many people in this community. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's, I mean, it's evidenced by how we're growing right now. Uh, obviously, you know, when COVID happened, we were already on the ride. We were growing so much and then COVID has, right, right. And then, so, you know, a couple years now past COVID and we're just right there again, just like we're squeezed in here where we don't have it. So to hear her go up there and talk about, it's just person after person, right? We're hearing their whys of how this, how God has used this church to touch them. And so that's the vision. We want to do that Glory. for as many people that want to be a part of this mm-hmm. as possible. And we, in order to do that, we have to expand. And so just um, been so grateful to be a part of a church that's truly genuine and loving people. Like that's been our heart ever since mm-hmm. I've been a part of this church is serve our community, help one another, love one another, and, um, and, and invite everybody to be a part of it. And Amen. so just so excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
Josh, you know, we got your story a little bit ago, but for mm-hmm. those that didn't hear, you know, how you came to the church, uh, can you share with us about that a little bit? Yeah. So essentially, uh, me and my wife were just sitting in our newly purchased home, newly wed couple, some guy, stranger, never met him, came, knocked on our door. <laughs> nice. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> Sound said, hey, uh, God told me to come bring you this piece of furniture. It was on my heart. I live like an hour away. It's the piece of furniture is at his, uh, father-in-law's house or something. And he goes, uh, I just really think you need to have it. And, uh, I really want to recommend like a church to you. Asked us what our religious background was. We were both like, um, I mean, I have none. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I guess if I said, I, I know who Jesus is, like right. I've heard of the guy. So Christian, like <laughs> we're going to say we're Christian. And then he's like, okay, well, I think you should go to center point and, um, come get this piece of furniture out of my, out of my house. So we're like, oh, well, we're going to go get murdered, go to the stranger's <laughs> house. Well, we wouldn't got it. I still have it. Even when we moved, I took it with us because it was like sentimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah, Maybe in like five years, I'll go show up to that guy's house and be like, "Hey, you want this piece of furniture there that you matches go. your uh, your kitchen? Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's in my garage now. It holds Christmas stuff." <laughs> uh, See, still lifting up. Hey, still got a purpose. Yep. <laughs> so we uh, we started going to this church about see my kids five, so six years ago. Mm. And uh, since then, we've had different, like, we were in and out a lot in the beginning, and then different people were, reached out to us. And then finally, Stephen, Pastor Stephen, got his hooks in us and kept us here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We've That's been cool. going pretty steadily six years. Like, yes, steadily, completely steadily for six years now. Yeah. So kids cool. are growing up here. So yeah. now they'll have more room to grow up with this new building. Growing in Christ. Growing in Christ. Mm-hmm. Growing in everything. Me yeah. and Kayla definitely have, like, have grown a lot. And my, my five-year-old, the other day, yeah. he comes to us, and he's like— uh, Hey mom, um, dad. Well, he's just mom. I wasn't there. I told hey mom. Um, I'm mad at you guys because you never give me opportunities to spread the word of Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he said all of my friends already know about Jesus. I go to a Christian school. Everyone oh, wow. I talk to is already Christian. Like, what a word. Who do I talk to about Jesus? Wow, and, that's so cool. And mm. we're like, oh, I don't know, man. We're just he's trying an to keep evangelist, you. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> we're trying to keep you safe. We're keeping you in our communities. <laughs> like when you're a little older, we're, we'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah, you're five. Cool. In the bathroom, will be like a soapbox for him and get out. Yeah, he's standing on him. He goes to a Christian school though, so he yeah. get that opportunity. Well, so we, we're gonna have church. He's hungry. He's at school. Like, do you know Jesus? Yes. Dang it. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess it's good. But I, <laughs> that's so beautiful. Great. But it speaks to how you were like. Oh, I mean, yeah. I guess I've heard of Jesus. I've heard of the guy. I guess we're Christian. To now, like you guys are just so involved at the church and different leadership roles and different serving roles. You guys are doing so much with the with the couples group and and all that. And well, obviously, just, you heard from him, not just about him. Right. Yeah. You heard right. From him. Just so cool to Wouldn't see that take like full that. circle to like get plugged in here as like not really having any background. And now six years later, you guys are just. And I have a little evangelist that's trying to yeah, right, right. start his own like church. Right. Yeah. My baby's here today yeah. for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> Sitting in sanctuary in right sanctuary. now. He looks so mama. cute. He's sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping through worship. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> got to teach you. He, he puts his hands up though a lot. So we say, oh, praise the Lord. To me, um, one of the things that stands out, and I don't want to skip around from, you know, your questions, mm-hmm. but um, is, a, is a principle, uh, which is, is being faithfully lived by example, you know, from the pastor and everyone getting behind what God has shown him. And that's that uh, a principle of um, uh, his faithful fellowship and God's faithfulness to bless and overflow the cup. Mm. You know, and I see that in your families and I see that in our church, you know, and that's what we want, right? We're trying to build this so because the cup is overflowing, but he's just going to overflow that cup again. Right. Beautiful. That's, yeah. that's exactly what we want. 
So we'll get the new church in 2026, you said? No, 2025. 2025. Mm-hmm. Christmas 2025. So then by Christmas 2035, we'll be doing this again, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know what? At this rate, you never well, know. No, I mean, he says, I wish none should perish, but all would have everlasting life. Right. I mean, the world is, is unraveling. This is what the church should be doing. This is exactly what the church should be doing because yeah. it's about people. It's a passionate community. A family, you know, people loving each other and giving God glory. And God's getting the glory through the whole thing. You know, he's overflowing the cup and he's getting glory. Right. That's the point. We're Amen. blessed, you know, and being a blessing. Yeah. And so, you know, Pastor Tom didn't really get uh, to go through his whole message today yeah. that he had prepared, but um, the scripture that he referenced today was from Luke 6, mm-hmm. uh, 38. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. Or with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And so he gave us those two words that multiply and abundance. You know, there's various times in the Bible mm-hmm. where we kind of see that happen and see uh, how Jesus, you know, can use, you know, anything you bring. You can use little, make it into, you know, a, a lot of, you know, we've seen that when he feeds the the thousands and mm-hmm. you've seen that when he, you know, is and able to. calls it garlic bread. Yeah. So that, that <laughs> theme of multiply of and yeah. abundance is, you know, obviously very clear in the Bible. Have you guys uh, have any examples or stories where you guys can say, you know, I invested this little bit and can see, you know, how Jesus used it in my life? Or do you guys have any any uh, examples of, of that? Or did anything stand out to you in that multiply and abundance? Yeah, this brother's testimony just now where somebody brought him some used furniture from <laughs> way that he uses to hold up his um, Christmas decorations in the garage. And now... Through these last six years, he has a little evangelist right, right. around the house mm-hmm. ready to change the That's world. That's crazy. That's that, so cool. that was That's, my story. Now I have nothing. But for real, that like little deposit of like, I first of all, I think you should have this furniture. Second of all, mm-hmm. this is the church you should try out. And like you said, yeah, like the 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 abundance and the multiplication that's happened in your family. Just that's a great example. Mm. Um, yeah, a little effort and like changed our entire lives. Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, we're seeing it right now with this church, right? Like, yeah. like. What am I going to do with my pledge? That money that I pledged, right? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with that? I, I, there's not much I can do with it. You bring it together with the entire body of Christ, and look what God does with it. Like it just, we see multiplication, just bringing our money together, right? So mm-hmm. just, just so cool what He does when, when, when the Church of God comes together and yeah. and puts their effort forth in one direction. A form of obedience, right? form of worship, right? Trust, huge trust, right? Yeah. You're, 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 you're letting go of a little bit more than you normally would, but saying, mm-hmm. God, you can do more with it than I can, so I trust you with it. Yeah, so people. Cool. I mean, we're the treasure, right? We're God's treasure. So, as the people come, that's that's how we're blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, the family. Yeah, and I mean, they, in in the world today, there's you know so many things that we could you know get distracted with, and you know so many mm-hmm. different things that we can debate over. But like, I think it's just so cool when we have that vision, when we have that focus on a you know a task or a a goal that we're all working to together, all those other things kind of just dissipate. Like you don't Mm -hmm. see or don't hear about that much. You know, if if we're just staying focused on that task, that, that vision for the church, I think a lot of this, you know, um, other things can just become, you know, irrelevant. And so, um, that's, that's something that I am excited too, because we can get just so distracted on the, you know, just the whatever's going on in the news today or whatever's going mm-hmm. on. Um, and when we're looking at the eternal vision of, of Christ, you know, that is something that is 
eternal. We should be, you know, planning for the future and um, staying more vision towards the future, I feel like is just a good, you know, concept to have. Um, but yeah, so... Um, but in the future though, like pastors faithful to apply the word and the word is write the vision, make it plain that they may run with it, mm-hmm. you know, right. and give us... Yeah, that's what a lot of people miss in the church is the opportunity to serve in some way. And that's in every way. It's your time, it's your talent, it's your money. It's mm-hmm. you're giving God all my heart, all my soul, all my strength. Right. Living in with everything you got. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's early church. That's how Christ came as the greatest example of a servant leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and he's given us that opportunity. He's right. being obedient to the word. Write the vision, make it plain that they may mm-hmm. run with it. Mm-hmm. And we all rally around that and, and, and we're blessed by that obedience. God blesses that. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that came up with uh, what Ms. Edna said. You know, she had been a mm-hmm. leader in various forms, Always. and mm-hmm. you know, she felt very called to to serve. Mm-hmm. And you know, that balance between leadership and service, right. and you know, doing you know the call. But you can God tell. Was, I mean, uh, just just hearing her speak. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. she is a very very strong leader. Oh, she's power powerhouse. But she is able to you know serve. She's able to get behind. Obviously, this this vision for the church and, uh-huh. and serve in, in such a way that, you know, I feel like a lot of times we could see heavy leaders or ego can get in the way, but mm-hmm. like that is something that... But God doesn't lift that. Yeah. He's the humble. Well, and, balance. And, the yeah. and it's the reason Miss Edna is such a great leader, and it's the reason you'll see certain leaders a little different than others is I always tell our youth, in order to lead well, you have to first serve well. Yeah. You have to serve well. That's what Jesus... Jesus came down and he mm-hmm. was a servant, first and foremost. Exactly. He who is and so if you can't get, and right, what comes first no in that little servant? You have to learn how to serve well before you can lead well. And that's Miss, Miss Edna's done. You can tell that before she was ever in any of those leadership positions, she's always been a servant at heart. And so that's why when it comes back around, she come, she decides to retire and say, I'm going right back to serving because that's who she is. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, Britt, can, can you talk a little bit about, like, the youth? What is the response from the youth, I guess? Because that's something we don't, you know, we, we actually saw a video uh, last week about them, you know, worshiping with that that prayer, the 24 hours of prayer that we had here, uh, which, is, which is awesome. But you get to see it, you know, on a weekly basis, probably even daily. I know you're doing a lot, you know, with uh, the youth. But can you just tell us about, are, are the youth excited for this? Oh. What what uh, what is the response been there? They're so excited, man. Like, it, I mean— I mean, we, we've never had our own space. And so it's, it's, it's a new thing for us, but it's, it, there's going to be so many different possibilities that open up for it, but they are, they're just grateful because it's going to be a, another way. Like pastor Tom said today, it's a tool. And so they're, they're excited because it's going to be something new that is going to make it easier to invite people mm-hmm. to our youth group, because we're going to have a different setup and different facility. Things will run much smoother. Not to say that things aren't great right now. Like things in our youth group yeah. are awesome right now. We're so grateful for what we have. But it's going to be so much better. Like we're, we it, are so excited. It's intrinsically so, deeper, though. It's intrinsically like a home is a tool, mm-hmm. but a home is the catalyst in a healthy way that creates healthy people right. that go out and do good in the world. Mm. And as a church home, there's an yeah. opportunity there for yeah. people to, to, you know, take stock, to take ownership, to invest, right. and to share that. You know, the blessing that they have there. Man, I'm really excited. Yeah, and, guess, and our kids are just in a place where they're just inviting, inviting, inviting. So yeah. they're just they're so excited to yeah. to continue. To and I'm sorry, and I got to say those creature comforts too. Like yep. um, when you have your own location, you have you can put some character in it. You can yeah, put yeah. things there that'll make them want to come back. Right. Yeah. 
you're gonna get a pool table, an air oh, hockey yeah. table, oh, something yeah. like that. The kids will come back because it's a cool place to. Yeah, we, and I know it's not about the things, it's not about the place, but having a place that kids are comfortable with coming back day and out, day, well, not day and out, but weekly. Yeah, will uh, make enjoy them want to come back. And while right. they're there in a place yep. that they enjoy being, then yeah. they'll hear a message. Should right. be. They'll closer right. to God, move yeah. closer to God, bring a friend there because oh, this is. A fun place to hang yeah. out. Exactly. And that's the whole point of the tool thing. It's like we don't want to get lost about no. stuff. No. It's but, not the stuff, but, but the, the stuff, stuff is so helpful. It's just another tool in the arsenal to use. If it says know? I love you. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and like, I care about you and I'm thoughtful. I'm thinking about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I get the whole like, oh, you can you can have a worship service right in the living room. Yeah. You don't need lights. You, know? you can. That's yeah. great. Amen. But man, having all that stuff gets people in the door, <laughs> and we want to get people yeah. in the door. It's about intimacy so, for me. Like sure. as a musician, I, I oftentimes I sometimes I play some jazz gigs, and you're sitting literally four feet away from people trying to have a candlelight dinner, and you got like three, four piece band, and you're playing brushes and stuff. And they need to be able to whisper back and forth. Mm. But it's about you know setting a mood for intimacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you can Atmosphere, do that. You don't have to right. have it. You're right. I mean, it's just you and God. That's all right. you need. Yeah. You know. Um, but setting that mood. You know, you're not gonna. If you want to take your wife out, then you don't want stark white lights and, <laughs> you know, just traffic in the background. Atmosphere. You want to set them all and be able to focus on one another and you're right. just going to set that, that intimacy yeah. with God, you know? So, like, you that made me think about food. So, like, it's an unseasoned steak. Yeah, steak's still going to fill you up. Yeah. But, you know, you yeah. want some salt and pepper on it. Right. Like, exactly. So all this stuff is the salt and pepper. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Easier exactly. to eat. I told Furky's guys on <laughs> flavor, too. I don't know about that tofurkey. To- to- Actually, just I'm not flavor. getting behind that tofurkey. Come so. on, man. I think it's in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> was that well, what manna was? It was tofurkey? Compressed tofu balls. You guys are never going to eat again. No. I can see so where the Israeli really, got tired of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 in two days. Yeah, man, I was hungry, but... You look good, skinny. Yeah. I like to imagine that the manna was just like Chick-fil-A. It was just like spicy chicken sandwiches. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Except they probably wouldn't have got sick of it, right? Chick-fil-A. Like, that's how we know it wasn't Chick-fil-A. They got sick of it. You got stock in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Well, this we got, this this got derailed, huh? I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. To get it back, you were saying something earlier about building for the future and uh-huh. like and, and not getting it. Mm-hmm. Pastor Tom and I were, were talking actually the other day, and he made a great point. He was saying a lot of churches, when they're ready to expand, they'll build with like a now mindset. Like, like we need to expand for now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's not what we're trying to do. We want to expand for the future so that 10 years down the road, we may not have to do this again. We want to build so we can grow into this. Mm-hmm. And shoot, if 10 down the road, we're already filling it out and we need to do it again, then God's just exceeded expectations again. I like but, how he keeps highlighting, though, the fact that this is about people. So this is an eternal yes. building project. Mm-hmm. You know, we're building for the kingdom of God. Yeah. An internal ev- investment, right? Yeah. N- and everyone's okay with investing for now, but yeah. I mean, this is a big, I, I love that, that yeah. eternal mindset. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm excited, yeah, to see where, where it's going and, um, you know, be behind this project because it is hard because, you know, this is a, along, you know, with our culture today, we want things now, we want things, you yeah. know, to, to see, you know, then break ground tomorrow. We want to mm. see like, you know, okay, where, where is this? But why, you though? know, because we we're so self-serving, uh, we want it to serve us right now. I think that just, there's so, so much going on in yeah. the world. There's so much stimulus out there that we just want, you know, to have the next thing, take yeah. our attention, you right. know, yeah. everything right now is uh, focused on our attention, you know, our, That's infantile. our, fo- 
our phones, our, you know, screens, whatever. Yeah. It's all about taking our attention away. But, yeah. Instant gratification. Um, yep. Yeah. I was exactly. going to say, and that's the world we live in, the microwave, the Netflix, right? Oh, now mm-hmm. you can upgrade to no commercials. So you have it right now. You get what you want right now. And yeah. yeah. And then never, not to mention the excitement. Of course, we're excited. So we want to see it like right mm-hmm. now. But yeah. I could never go back to ads on Netflix or anything oh like my that. Oh, gosh, I don't, no. I'll pay the three extra dollars. <laughs> it's too. not worth it. I'm sorry. We upgraded Hulu like recently because we're like, oh, I just. It's not so, worth it. <laughs> Yeah. So sick of these. <laughs> but yeah, think about, you know, how it was, you know, 50 years ago or whatever, if a church wanted to plan for something like this to take place, Thermometer. how, how long would it would, would have, have taken, you know, we have mm. like the most up-to-date, you know, building, you know, materials mm. now. And, you know, it's still, you know, a couple year process. Um, but imagine being in, in a church where you're saying, all right, this is not going to get done for 20 years right. and everything. And <laughs> so, but yeah, so, um, Anyway, I just want to thank you guys for joining me today. Any closing thoughts that you guys want to share before we uh, head out today? This is a process. Pastor Tom said it. There you go. Today, this is a process. We're going to be in this for, for you know, a couple, you know, year or so, year and a half, two years. Well, it'll be even after that with renovating the, the sanctuary. So stick with us, stay excited, keep the energy up and, and stick with the process. That's right. I hope you guys enjoy some wonderful turkey and not any tofurkey. Yeah, that's good. That's the mess you say. No no tofurkey. But the tofurkey, do you use gravy or is it like miso or like, I don't know. It would have to be like vegetarian gravy. Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. That's why it is. Anyways. All right. Have a good week. See ya. (laughs) Nice.